Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Welcome back, everybody. Hey there, Kate. Hey. Hey. So today, we are going to talk about the difference between copy and content. Um, And this is actually a pretty important difference, and there are surprisingly a few people, even in the industry, who understand it. So as copywriters, or as content writers, it's really important that we know the difference. Uh, You certainly don't want to be marketing yourself as a copywriter when all of your samples are actually for content. That's a great way to not get a call back. Yeah. And I mean, many of us do both um, copy and content writing, um, but that still doesn't mean we can kind of mix the terms and confuse, conflate the two. Um, As you said, it's kind of a surefire way to, to also point yourself out as very new and green to a field where you know, once you have the training, you want to come across as the expert because you are, you're the the copy expert or, and as a copywriter, you know, that that's very different than content writing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they both have very different goals, um, very different, um, very different things that they provide a company, very different uses within a company. And quite frankly, as we'll see very different payment structures. Um, So Let's just go ahead and dig in. Uh, Last episode, we talked about what copywriting is. So we'll go much shorter than we took in the last episode because we had a lot of extra information in there as well. Um, But the definition of copywriting is really writing that is designed to sell or to persuade. Um, And unless people are worried about that capital S sales and we're being salesy or pushy, that's, it's really about making a connection between a target audience who has a want or a need and the, the company or the organization that has the solution to that want or that need. And we make that connection by creating copy that helps the target audience understand that this company has the solution that really resonates with the 
target audience and makes them go, oh my gosh, that's what I need. So that's what we do as copywriters. Content though is different. Content is, cop- is content is writing that is designed to educate, to entertain, or to inspire. So it is your blog posts, it's uh, articles, that kind of thing. It's some types of videos, some types of quizzes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's it can be very fun, but it obviously has a very different purpose in a company. Generally, the purpose of content is to engage people with a company, to to get to know the company a little bit better, to get them coming back, um, and to get them participating more with the company. Yeah. So it's, for example, to put it in context of what, where you might've seen content and, and what types of things fall under that, like the how-to blog posts, the top 10 over water bungalows in the Maldives blog posts, which we're, I know, super fans of, um, or like which Little Mermaid is your best friend, which Little Mermaid character, I should say, is your best friend. There's only one Little Mermaid, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's Sebastian or Flounder. Uh, so those, you know, BuzzFeed style articles that we all are fans of clicking on, um, that is content. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so again, content is entertain inspire or educate. So yeah, it could be how to, it could be who is your, your little mermaid best friend. Um, I think definitely it'd be Sebastian, just if not Ursula, frankly, (laughs) I think I'm the bird, the seagull. I forget his name, but scuttle scuttle. This is the benefit of having a best friend with tiny people who like to watch the little mermaid. (laughs) Yes. But so content serves a very different purpose than copy does. And for that reason, content is is paid differently than copy is. Um, copy, as we were saying in the last episode, a company can very directly attribute copy to revenue, to goals that it's trying to hit. Because the messaging that you write to get people to purchase or the re- messaging that you write to get people to, to take an action is, is directly attributable to the actions taken. But content, it's... Uh, a little bit softer. It's a little bit more amorphous. Um, so unfortunately, because it doesn't have those same, it doesn't meet those same goals, it tends to be paid a little bit differently. Um, and actually, that's not the only reason it's paid a little bit differently. Uh, one of those is that because copywriting has so many things that it's trying to do and so many methods of doing it. Um, it requires a, a decent amount of training. It's a, it's a full career and it requires a lot of training. Whereas content, because it's not trying to meet those same goals, it's still a, certainly a valid career, don't get me wrong. Um, but because content is not trying to, to meet those same goals and doesn't have that, those same requirements, um, it's a bit... Uh, I hesitate to say easier to write, but it's just, it's different to write. And um, it doesn't, it doesn't require that same level of training. So there tends to be a lower barrier to entry. Um, It can be a a great place for some people to start. And I know a lot of our students will say, oh yeah, you know, I've I've tried writing blog posts or that kind of thing. Um, A lot have not, of course, but some have. Um, But there's a lower barrier to entry to get into content writing, which also means then that there is a lot of competition. And when there is a lot of competition, that means that people get paid less. Um, unfortunately, content writing, it's not, um, it's not unheard of to hear like, 
uh, on the way, way cheap. And, you know, people trying to, to get by with paying people 10 bucks for a blog post or something like that. A little bit more common is where you get into, um, you know, 15 cents per word or, or that kind of thing. Yeah, I think a perfect example of the kind of the skill factor is, you know, you might have 600 words to write something in a blog post. And so you can be very, um, you can be less judicious in your word choices versus, you know, where you have a tiny space on a website for a headline um, and you want to get it across in, you know, really quick, really fast five words. It's going to take you a lot more time and skill to really distill a message down to the crux of it. Versus, again, a blog post where you can really explain and have time to, you know, kind of get into various things. Um, I mean, as any of you who've tried either one or both, you know, it takes a long time to edit down something. Then it does say, oh, I hit 600 words. Here it goes. You know, I don't necessarily need to proofread, which you should. Um, but you don't necessarily need to um, take out words or, or kind of rethink what you're saying and how you're saying it because you have the room and you have the space. There's no real, um, there's less constraint. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I know too that, you know, people may be hearing this and thinking, um, oh, well, you know, if I can write a couple of blog posts a day, maybe three or four blog posts a day. And if I can, if I can write three or four or even five blog posts a day and I can make 500 bucks a day, then that's great. Then I've, I've got my career. Um, and that can, that absolutely can work uh, for a while. Um, but I think most people who have tried to do that will tell you that um, it takes a lot to sit down and write four or five blog posts. And not just to do that once, but to do it every single workday. So Monday through Friday, or even, you know, if you want to do some work on the weekends, to sit down and write straight through for five to maybe even eight hours is, is exhausting. And a lot of people who, who try to do it, it's one of the reasons that, that content is really uh, often thought of as a churn and burn industry because it's easy to get into and it's really easy to burn out in order to try to make the level of income that, that you want to be making. Um, whereas, you know, when you are, are, working, writing three, four, five content articles to make 500 bucks with copywriting, you could be writing, you know, one homepage and actually that's even a little bit cheap for a homepage, yeah. but you know, rates vary, but you know, you could be writing one homepage or writing a, a three email welcome series or something like that. And instead of doing that in five, eight hours, you're doing that in two or three hours, you know, or you are, you're taking on a sales page for a client and you're writing that for, you know, for again, really just kind of pulling numbers. It'll be different. Every project is different. Every client is different, but say you're writing a sales page and you're writing it for, uh, $1,500 and you got, you know, maybe two of those and that is your week. You're not working eight hours a day and you're not constantly writing just to get that, just to get that word count, to get that out and to get your, your cash in so that you can just do the same thing the next day. Um, it's very much churn and burn. Yeah. And even when you are getting paid well to write a blog post, generally that means you're doing some level of research or maybe you're interviewing someone. And so, yeah, maybe you get it up to three, $400 a post, 
but the amount of time it then takes you, you can't just churn, churn, churn. And so you're still doing um, a lot of work for a payoff that isn't as great. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a great point. Um, It is possible to make a, a, a decent amount for a blog post, but yeah, then that might involve not just writing, but also doing research and then uh, the editing afterwards. And so a three or $400 blog post ends up being an eight hour job anyway. Yep. Um, and so, yes, you can sometimes, sometimes blogs are charged by project, um, but sometimes they're charged by the word, uh, which is sometimes newer copywriters will say, oh, how should I be charging by, by the project, by the hour, by the word. Um, and never, never as a copywriter, should you be charging by the word? Because as you were saying, Kate, part of what we do as copywriters is to figure out what the most compelling message is and to get it across in the most, well, balance the two, but the most interesting and concise way. And it's not easy to do that by any means. Um, it takes, it takes, you need to learn the skills and then it takes the practice as our students know. Um, but to be able to do that and get that across in an interesting and concise way takes a lot of effort and a lot of work. And the problem is, is charging by the word means that you are essentially penalizing yourself for doing your job well. Uh, so as you were saying, for a content writer, you want to be churning out those words and you want to just kind of head down and, and type, 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 type. But as a copywriter, um, we don't want to be charging by the word because part of what we do, part of what makes us good at what we do is that we're not just throwing any words in the page. And I'm not saying that that's what all content writers do by any means. Um, but we're not just trying to throw as much much wording on there as possible. We're actually trying to get rid of all of the extraneous words so that just the most compelling things are left and the words that will make people pay attention and want to read more and pay, and, and take action. Yeah. And frankly, I mean, I'd be a little wary of anyone wanting to pay by the word, both for copy and for content as well, because really, if you want a solid piece of content, you don't want it to have just extra words here and there just for the sake of padding it, you know, to, to be uh, longer or um, frankly, to, to not say things as concise as you possibly can. Um, it's just not going to read as well and be as strong of a piece. And so it might not have the impact that that business hopes it'll have. You know, I think they choose that payment structure because it benefits them, obviously. It's not benefiting their the person they're paying. Um, and so, yeah, I think, um, you know, to go back to, as copywriters, then to the hourly, okay, hourly is left and, and by the project. And I would say both of us, you know, by the project is, if when possible, kind of the best way to, to charge a project versus, you know, hourly, yes, some projects might, you know, warrant themselves to that. Um, Like if you don't know, a client wants to hire you, and you're not quite sure what amount of work you'll be doing in a given month. And they say, oh, we want to, you know, hire you for some things, but we don't, we don't know what yet. Um, Okay, so maybe you, you start off, you know, doing it by the hour, because you're like, well, I might have one Facebook post this month, and the next month, it's five and with a couple emails thrown in or whatever it is. Um, but when you can, charging by the project really allows you to kind of estimate the amount of time it'll take. Obviously, you start basing it in kind of reality of how long it will take you um, and your hourly rate. 
But that allows you to then say, okay, this, this website I'm writing, you say I'm writing three pages for a website and I'm going to charge $3,000. That's literally based on nothing. So don't take that (laughs) as pricing advice. We can get into that on another episode, I'm sure. Um, But say you're charging $3,000 for a a website um, and it only takes you a handful of hours, then great. You know, the client's happy, you're happy, everyone kind of wins. Um, and, and frankly, the client knows off the bat, they know how to budget for the project. They say, okay, it's going to cost $3,000. You know what you're going to get paid for it. And you don't have to then worry necessarily about, um, you know, going over the client's budget or, um, yeah. And, and getting penalized for working fast, which I mm-hmm. think is another issue is you get better as a copywriter and you get faster, Um, You don't want to penalize yourself for being good at your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a benefit for the client if you're able to turn around work faster. Whereas if you're charging hourly and it takes you three hours to do it instead of 10 hours, you're penalizing yourself for being better at it. And we're not, not saying that you should ever be rushing through. You obviously always want to put your best foot forward. But if you are, if you have developed your skill and you get to the point where you're starting to write faster and you're still the same high level of, quali- of, of work, um, but you're doing it faster, you are, and you're charging by the hour, uh, you're, you're penalizing yourself. Um, whereas frankly, Clients should be paying a premium to get work, to get that work back faster. Any type of service provider, if, if they want it fast, if you want a plumbing job fast, if you want an electrical job fast, uh, you pay a premium to get that, to go to the head of their line and to get that first. And charging by the project allows you to do that. Charging by the hour doesn't allow you to do that. And frankly, charging by the word, which obviously you wouldn't do as a copywriter, but charging by the word doesn't even give you any kind of, any kind of options. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think as copywriters too, you know, if you write content, you're going to want to charge your copywriting rates and by the project, Um, you know, you are adding value by being judicious with your word choices and making a really great piece of content because you are trained to say things in a compelling, concise way, which is such a benefit to whoever you're writing content for. And so you can you can charge your copywriting rates for that. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. I don't want people who are listening to this thinking, oh, but I, I like to write blog, blog posts right. every once in a while. Like, I yeah, like to definitely. do that. If I become a copywriter, am I never going to be able to do that again? And no, that's not true. You can still write blog posts for clients. I mean, I know that you and I yeah, both I do have it clients. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. will ask us to do it. Um, and frankly, I don't do it very often. Uh, but for certain clients, I'll, I'll write a blog post mm-hmm. here and there. But yeah, I charge at my copywriting rate because they're getting the full expertise of a copywriter. And I'm thinking of it in terms of their entire business goals and the strategy and, and all of those elements. So it's, it's um, they're getting a copywriting mind writing their content. And so I'm charging my copywriting rate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, thank you so much for listening and uh 
eventually as we get our podcast going, we hope you guys will leave us some podcast reviews. Um, but until we get those, we wanted to read uh, a review from one of our students. Um, Thailand said, I just have to say, as I go through the course and poke around the various areas of the dashboard, I'm really blown away by how much real quality content is included. I bought car- courses before and with some appalling exceptions, they usually deliver on their promise, but they rarely over deliver and virtually never to this extent. There is so much content here that Nikki probably didn't need to include both skill sets and mindset. And I can't imagine how long it took to put it all together. Long time. Uh, just feeling super grateful and appreciating your generosity and commitment to making sure we really have everything we need to do this, Nikki. I'm very happy I went with my gut and bit the bullet. Well, I am so happy you did too. And thank you so much for that, um, that fantastic review, Thailand. Yeah, there's a lot of content to be had. A lot of content. A lot. Um, yeah, speaking of content. Um, but so thank you all for joining us on another episode. I hope everybody's very clear now on what constitutes copy and what constitutes content. And uh, we'll be back with our next episode soon. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.